What is going on, my dudes? Hope you're all well and cheery and chappy and flowing and staying safe. We are back here again for episode number 19 of the Brotherhood Podcast. Alrighty, and today's episode is all about delving into the world of imagination. Uh, I speak with my very, very good friend, Mr. Matthew Thomas. He's been a friend of mine since I was about five, six years old. And he's an incredible human being, someone who has an insatiable drive and has gone from being a kid who struggled with bullying to now uh, creating his his own reality. And he's now the head of uh, marketing or productions in uh, White Fox Marketing, which is incredible. So he's a testament to to creating your own reality and, and pushing through adversity. I think this is incredibly powerful, especially with right now. He uh, is currently in Melbourne, and we touch base on how utilizing the dark moments to look at the infinite possibilities that are around and to create a new reality from the unknown and not the known. So, go and enjoy, guys, and a much love, and we will see you in there. Alrighty, my dudes. So, we are back here again for another episode of the Brotherhood Podcast. I sound like a bit of a broken record now. I say that every single time, <laughs> but we're going to need like a more epic intro. Uh, but we, today, we've got a very special guest. Mr. Matthew Thomas is here. Matt and I have actually been friends since uh, I was about five or six. He was one of my first best mates when I moved over from the Emerald Isle or Ireland. And... Um, after after a few years of being apart, we got back in contact a couple of years ago, and and he's a phenomenal inspiration for any any young dudes out there who you know pushing through adversity and and aspire to create their own reality and and live their dreams. And he's doing that now. So, welcome today, Mister Matthew. Thank you, mate. Pleasure to be here, <laughs> Mister Pig. <laughs> Beautiful. So, Matty boy, uh, obviously. You know, you're in Melbourne at the moment, everything that's going on. Um, and I think it would be incredibly powerful. So obviously the topic of today is a world of pure imagination with Matthew Thomas. So myself and Matty, what we're going to talk about today is how to cultivate like a, a beautiful internal world, utilizing your imagination, even in the midst of chaos on the outside world, uh, and how this can really help in the times that are there right now. And for anyone listening and bro, can you please just give us like the spark notes version of the, the Matthew Thomas myth? Yeah, we, we can try. Um, <laughs> um, so is this just what we want to like what you sent me? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You can just, flow, um, just, just flow. With yeah. It I'm just going to flow. I'm just going to flow with yeah. it. So, I mean, well, where I'm currently at right now, I'm in Melbourne. We are um, going through a stage four lockdown here. If you people around Australia and the world don't know what's going on, have a look on Google. It's pretty mental. <laughs> um, it's, uh, it's certainly <clears throat> challenging everyone. I think bringing out a lot of things and people that, um, that are already there and all that good stuff. Who am I? Oh, fucking hell. This is crazy. Um, am I allowed to swear? <laughs> yeah, bro. Go ahead. Good. Yeah, good. <laughs> um, oh, who am I? Spike Young's version of Matthew Thomas. Okay. I am 
22, I live in Melbourne. I am a filmmaker and creative. Um, I love the mind. I love learning. And um, I love, love getting shit done, <clears throat> really. Beautiful, man. And then, like, I think what's, what's, been, what, what's been incredible with your story, bro, <clears throat> is that, like, I think, you know, obviously talking about, like, the adversity you went through when you were a kid, right? And, and like, all the things that lit you up about, like, photography. And if you were to go back, man, like, why do you do what you do? And what are the foundational levels mm. of, of what's brought you to where you are today? Yeah, epic. Um, well, yeah, definitely a, um, a bit of a backstory, but I'll summarise it. Um, something I didn't include in that first little bit is I'm a proud dyslexic. Um, I was diagnosed when I was, I think, around the age of six, six, seven, eight, quite young. Um, and from there, obviously, that presented its own challenges in the school. Um, yeah, obviously just reading for me just like it's different for everyone but for me reading and writing retaining information uh has always been very difficult um so through school obviously sitting in a classroom um not being able to quite do what the other kids could do um was a was a fair challenge having to rock up somewhere every day where you know where that kid knew that you know that that he either wasn't good enough or he couldn't he was different having that feeling of difference in school was yeah certainly um certainly took a toll um but then as we got into high school in a good about year 10 i um um i yeah was in media class and was taking a few photos and i got a compliment from my media teacher and i rem i remember it forever um, and she just kind of looked over my shoulder at a photo that I that I'd shot, and just just said, "Oh, that's a really good photo, Matt. Like, that's really really good." I, I'm not sure if she like said anything about, "Oh, maybe you should look at doing this or anything." I, I can't quite remember. I just remember getting the compliment, and that was enough. That was honestly enough for me. A kid like I hadn't. I mean, I was quite good at sports, so that kind of kept me alive in school. But getting a compliment in an area that could be perceived as a career if it was honestly like taking a drug and never really had it before. So it really kind of lit a flame in my gut. And also maybe, you know, maybe because the unfortunate reality of kind of the way that I was, that I looked at school, I kind of, I, I didn't give myself many options. There wasn't many options for me. So I couldn't be the doctor, the scientist. I couldn't do law. I couldn't do all the other different things that the kids wanted to do at school because I, I was, I was different. And looking back at that now, it is all BS. However, at that time and with the tools that I had, you know, I also loved taking photos. And that was the other thing. Like I also was loving it when I was a kid, I was running around the garden, you know, shooting everything I could. And I was, I got, I got absolutely obsessed, absolutely obsessive about it. Within weeks, I knew, I knew every camera, everything, everything that I feel like I needed to know. And, and honestly, it's just kind of snowballed from there. Um, I finished, I left school in year 11 and was lucky enough to get into a diploma at RMIT. 
um, in photography. Um, and that, that was kind of, are you there, bro? Oh, yeah, I'm right. still here. Yeah, sorry. Okay, I yeah, think cool, it's just cool. frozen. I'm, <laughs> I'm frozen the funniest position. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, but yeah, I'll just keep talking. Um, so where was I? Uh, so yeah, so I went to uni and um, that was kind of, that was the, yeah, I think leaving, leaving school, this is not for everyone. And I, I don't, you know, I don't I'm not saying you should leave school for the sake, just for the sake of it or just because you don't like it. Um, but if it, if, you know, if it's just not for you, I understand. And I, that, you know, going to uni and studying and finally learning something that I would, I feel like I was capable of mm-hmm. and something that, you know, was very visual, very hands-on, very constructive. Um, that was one of the, certainly one of the best steps, certainly one of the best steps I've ever, like I took and I, I really got to thank my parents for <clears throat> supporting me in doing that because, you know, when you're, you know, 18 year old son comes to you in year 11 and goes, I'm not going back for year 12. I'm just not doing it. <laughs> um, you know, obviously there's, a certain amount of anxiety that would come from that and everything. But, 100%. Um, so I'm very, very lucky that I've had the family that I've got around me. I don't think if, I think, I don't think if I had the family that I had, I, don't, I, I really don't think I would be where I'm sitting right now. I truly don't. I, I know there's a lot of kids out there that also would struggle with dyslexia that would come from a lot of, like a lot of family hardship or just, just, you know, I can just see that it could, could be, could be, um, could either be a lot worse or just not worse, just a diff, just a different journey, just a different kind of path. But I'm lucky. I'm lucky in that regard. And I guess from uni, it's, it's really just snowballed and um, it hasn't just snowboarded like snowballed with no, like with no work. I've, um, I definitely have been obsessive with the amount of think the amount of work mm. I've done in the last five years, even in school. Once I found it, I was hooked. Mm. I was like, this is finally something I can stand out for. And if this can, it was almost like if this can distract the kids at school from calling me the stupid kid. And if they start remembering and looking at me as, oh, he's the photography kid or he's the kid with the camera instead of the stupid kid, then, then we're on to something. So it was certainly a survival, almost like a, you know, it was 50, 50 survival. Oh, it was definitely more survival than any career motive. It was just survival. It was just, yeah, it was just really to, you know, cover up all the other shit that I was getting at school. Um, and yeah, so what else? I mean, yeah. And then we kind of just led on there and from uni and I've worked in a few studios since I've been back to LA. Oh yeah. I mean, went to LA and I've, and I've come back during COVID and now I've, um, now I'm doing a whole bunch of new kind of things here in Melbourne head of um, productions at White Fox Marketing and, um, and yeah, and also doing a range of my other projects and keeping busy and, and just slowly, slowly, kind of just slowly, slowly stepping it up, just slowly keeping that momentum going. Um, and as much as we can at the moment with, with everything that's going on in the world. So, yeah. It's beautiful, bro, and thank you, thank you for sharing. I'd like, and I'd love to say, man, like that. It's interesting, isn't it? How like when we're a kid, we usually like find the thing that not everyone finds it, but I feel like there's usually little moments of 
like uh, what I call Easter eggs, right? And you're back now in the video, which is sweet. Yeah, yeah, uh, I figured out how to fix it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so there's usually little moments of like mm -hmm. Easter eggs, right? And it was almost as if like yeah. that time the teacher gave you a compliment, it kind of lit something in mm. you that was almost like a guiding source to what you're here to do, right? Mm. And obviously, now you've gone on to once you've left school, and obviously, you've had to work through a lot of stuff. Um, I'd love to touch base on that a little bit because for anyone who's, who's sure. kind of gone through that or is going through it right now, I think it's an incredibly mm -hmm. powerful story. Um, but you got a tattoo. And I'm not sure what age you were when you got a tattoo and it said, uh, create your own reality. And that's really ironic. Like it's mm. ironic. Obviously, I got a, a Viking rune on the back of my neck there the, mm. the other week, which which says mm. um, create your own reality, right? And at the time, I'm sure you were like, well, oh, like you know, like you pop it on there and you're like, oh, it sounds cool. But like, I'm interested to know, did you really like understand at the like esoteric side of things, like what it meant? Um. So I was. I was just 18. I just turned 18. I, yeah. oh, I just turned 18 or I just turned 19. Yeah. It was at the end of year 12 because I went and hung out with a bunch of friends for their schoolies, even though I wasn't doing schoolies. Um, and I remember getting it then. And it's few people have followed the idea of a tattoo. And I've, I had this kind of in my mind for a while. Um, to answer your question, bro, to be honest, I don't think I quite understood the full veracity of it but at the time of getting it i 100 percent knew why i was getting it yeah and it was it's on my right arm it's kind of on my right arm just here and yeah. it's because it's always in my face so if i'm taking a photo it's in my face if i'm writing it's in my face and it almost was something like i'm not a massive tattoo fan like i don't mind like people like i think tattoos are awesome for me i can't see myself getting covered in tattoos it's just just not for me but I think, they're, I think they're epic. I think it's an awesome art form. And I wasn't even really getting this as a look. Like I wasn't getting, this was more just, just to like permanently write. It's like when you write a note on your hand. Mm -hmm. That's what it was for me. I was writing a permanent note on my arm that would just continually remind me. And I, when I did get it, that, that is what was going through my head. I was like, I don't really know if I want to get this, to be honest. <laughs> but I need a continual note in my face to continue to remind me that I can create my own reality because up until that point I had, I had about what would have been year 10, 11, it would have been, at that point it would have been three years that I had, I had the camera idea in my mind and that's where I wanted to go and that's what I loved. And, and that three is I'd proven a lot to myself. I'd proven that I can be 15 years old and work at Australia's national largest paper as a photo journal. Like I'd done, I've been doing a lot of things. And I think at that point I'd proved to myself enough that I can, I can create it. I just wanted just to put a little permanent note on my arm and it might turn to a big blob by the time I'm 50. But if it serves me till I'm 35 and it still reads clearly, then we're <laughs> well, mate, it's all um, part of the story, isn't it? You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. So that's kind of what it was for me. Just a permanent note of you can create your own reality. Like you, you actually can, like you yeah. literally <laughs> can do whatever you want. I'm a dislike, Literally, you can literally do whatever you want. Like literally, you don't have to come from money. You don't have to come from anything. Like you literally can just, you, you can do it. Like you really can. Um, I know it's really, I know lots of people say that. I know, I know, I know we've got all these people on social media streaming, like you can do your dream, but like you, you actually can. 
You really can. Like with work, you re- you really can. Like I came from a very like you know um, middle middle class background, not pumping with wealth. Or we were, myself and my sister were supported, but I also saw an incredible amount of financial hardship growing up a little like little bits and pieces and stuff like that and you know and dyslexic and and no the biggest thing I had was just the support of home um and the love really that was the biggest thing but 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 you you know it doesn't matter really what situation you're in like you you can you really can I truly believe that I truly believe and I've seen heaps of stories of other people as well that have had it harder than me and have been able to you know pull through and and everything. Yeah, yeah, well, I think what's beautiful. I think the biggest thing. Oh, you go. No, no, go. go on, brother. I was just going to say, like, I think the biggest thing, especially for, like, anyone like our age or, yeah. you know, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, to like 25, 26, anyone, anyone up to the age of 30, right? Teens to 30s. Like, I think we just need to, like, it's a marathon, not a sprint. Yeah. Everyone wants things just like bang, 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 bang. And I think maybe just. And I understand that. I understand that it's the world we live in. Everything's very on, on hot, but the work, it's almost like another thing that I kind of say to myself every day is the work that I'm, the work that I'm doing today is for tomorrow. The work that I'm doing. And then they're just saying, I just repeat that every day. I'm like the work that I'm doing today is for tomorrow. This investment that I'm going to put this money into is for the five years. It's not for now. Like just, I don't know, just, um, I'm going on tangents, but uh, <laughs> it's flowing. Um, yeah, and it's, it's almost as if it's almost as if, bro. It's like oh, you you're planting that tree. There's a great quote, and it's like the man who plants the tree, knowing that he'll never get to sit under it, understands how this works, right? And yeah, uh, like what what's really coming through for me there, bro, when you're talking about um, the tattoo, especially. Mm-hmm. Not being on the camera right i'm sure like mm-hmm. a lot of that is like if if you could go like back to the kid right now there bro who mm-hmm. who was going through the trenches right then i'm sure like that mm-hmm. kind of creator own reality is the reminder to that little kid who who was in the trenches right and didn't really have anything 100%. to present to um and obviously you're sitting here right now as the the head of um Head of marketing and in White Fox marketing, right? And sometimes we usually don't take the moments to actually look at like the reality that we've built. So for mm. anyone who knows, obviously Matt is is um, as you can hear has gone through uh, a torrential upbringing, you could say. And and obviously there was some beautiful mm. parts there, and you did a beautiful loving family. Bro, there there were many. I don't yeah, I don't want people yeah. to think it wasn't an amazing childhood because yeah. it was like I had. Yeah so many amazing family moments and sporting moments and things that were, were amazing. Um, like, I don't want people to think I, you know, because I know people that have had like re- really traumatic upbringing. Um, but there's certain schools, it's just more the school thing. School certainly yeah. was, was like really, really not, really not good. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, exactly, man. And that doesn't take away. Obviously, there were some were some tough parts too, and and it's all mm. part of the story, you know. But and that's made yeah. you who you are today. And if you were to like look around right now, no, mm. as the see it through like the little kids' eyes. So Matt has his own his own pad now here in Melbourne. 
He's now, mm-hmm. as I said, the head of marketing. So he's literally gone. Head of, head of, I'll say head of, head of productions. I just don't want to upset um, anyone, but yeah. Yeah, it's 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 a nice it's a nice title. It's it's cool, I guess. Yeah, it's um, yeah, yeah. I don't like to think of it like that. I don't know, but yeah, it's it's cool. It's kind of cool. Yeah, and well, it's an example of anyone that they can create their own reality, right? And hundred percent. And at the end 100%. of the day, no matter where you come from, uh, and a lot of this mm. is and what we're talking about today is coming back down to you know, utilizing that child's imagination, um. Mm to to see the world through through different lenses right because even in the moment right now with like the chaos going on outside um what we can do is we can always shift that lens and not have to have a certain outcome or a certain uh way that things should be right because that's what we cause half of our suffering um and just seeing like the world with like curiosity Right, and with that creativity, uh, and I think this is incredibly powerful for for where we're at right now, and obviously for where you're at in in Melbourne, and for you, man. When we talk about that, um, like in utilizing your imagination, like what comes up for you? Yeah, it's a good question, bro. Um, utilizing your imagination in day to day. Um, what comes up for me? I guess. I, I mean, I look. It's yeah, it's tricky. It's a, it's it's interesting. It's a good question. I think. Um, I think imagination for me is an interesting thing. Um, uh, I I almost think it's an escape from things sometimes, and for a lot of people. Um, I think in these current circumstances right now, um, with everything going on here in Melbourne, um, your imagination or, or watching something on TV that sparks your imagination or distracts you is an escape. Like essentially, like your imagination is... is imagining something that's better or worse, has entertainment value. Is motivational. It's it's interesting. I'm sure it's different for everyone, but for me, like I'm I don't know. I think one thing that I used to do that I don't do much anymore is have like have an imagination, like a time slot in the day where I would just sit back and close my eyes and imagine stuff just come up with cool things in my mind and let that kind of childlike brain run around a little bit. Because I think as we get older, I think the imagination certainly um, like subsides. I, I think and that's probably to do with the world. I'm not quite sure. No, I'm definitely sure. It's definitely to do with the world. Like it's definitely to do with some different parts of the way we're brought up, the stuff that we consume on TV a lot of things um but like adults still have the same childlike imagination they had when they were kids they just have to kind of tap into it i feel i think we all i think we all have it you know when we were kids think of the stuff we used to imagine when we were at school like in primary school i can think of heaps of times when we were at school bro and 
we were just coming up with all of this stuff in our minds like playing how, swords how and yeah playing <laughs> swords and like those doing all those all those kind of wars and just i don't know it's pretty special um sorry what was the question again bro yeah beautiful so we like touching base on the imagination right and like almost cultivating yeah. that childlike yeah. because unfortunately today a lot of people say yeah. you know oh like that the world can take that away and things like that and mm. um it's almost like a very cynical way of looking at the world and yeah at times like it's important sure. to be realistic right it's important to mm. be realistic and and be aware of what's going on um but also it's not to take it all so serious you know it's almost like that that yes. joker you know the one that yeah that doesn't yeah. take everything so personally and mm. and is looks at the light side of life because th there's two ways we can go about this right like we're here for not that long of a time and we can either choose to to look at it as doom and gloom or we can choose to no matter what's happening still have a bit of fun and joke around and not let our mind take it so seriously you know and um it's a bit of both i think it's a balance of both but i think that it's such an important reminder for us all that uh, that, that is the power that that kid can have you know you can go out and you can be yeah 100 percent yeah at 22 23 or even a fucking 40 year old and still see the curiosity in life absolutely bro like that's absolutely what it is and i think in these times especially we're seeing people being challenged like probably the most we've seen people being challenged on, on like a mass level and yeah look bro like some people are really struggling with it and like and look i am we we all are in different ways the whole covid situation but i think one thing that's been helping me is Sometimes I know it is tragic and sad. Obviously, people dying and stuff, that isn't a joke. 100%, no. I don't want anyone to think that I'm, you know, thinking that COVID-19 and coronavirus as a whole is a joke because it's not. It's seriously affecting people and it's, mm. it's really rough. I've seen a lot of people lose work and it's, it's not fun. And it's, yeah, anyway. But at the same time, for myself, I am stepping back every now and then look i'm in it also in a very fortunate situation so i'll premise that mm -hmm. but i think even when i got back from the states and i'd lost all my work over there and my kind of hollywood dream of being ripped six months early and all of that i kind of just was like well isn't this an interesting time to be alive you know and just kind of like like kids right now like young kids, like they would know something different, but they wouldn't really, if that makes sense. Like they're mm -hmm. aware of it, but they're still so in their own world. It's like that innocence. That, yeah, that innocence. And almost just having that innocence sometimes just step back and be like, well, isn't this an interesting ex experiment? Like I think that, yeah. And that thing that helps me is yeah, taking that joker into it. It's just a bit like, well, this is the most bizarre thing I've ever seen in my life, like, you know, yeah. and, yeah. and just kind of taking that imagination into it and just, you know, and just, yeah, it, it, I understand it's a sensitive topic. Um, but for me, I think something that's helped me not even during these times, but even just during times, like, you know, there's even just this week, there's been a lot of, there's been a lot of things happening <clears throat> for me in personal life and all types of things. And look, it's, like it's hard it's all it's all really hard but i think where the imagination really helps and almost 
just, I just, I can't help but crack a smile is when you just kind of have those moments, you close your eyes and you can just, just imagine and just imagine all these cool stuff. Like, even if it makes no sense, like, mm. or, or for me, a lot of imagination is, is, I do get a lot of excitement of imagining the future. I know there's a healthy balance of being in the present and being in the now, but I do get a lot of healthy excitement from closing my eyes and, and truly immersing myself into almost manifesting, like really feeling and looking at different things you maybe want or different things you, you would like to see happen. Like I sometimes just imagine different little moments with friends of like, oh, how cool would it be to be on like this beach with a fire with all these close people? Like just, I don't know, your imagination's a special thing and it can, it can really get you out of a bit of a, a dull. And I think I'm only really realizing this now. I probably haven't been having my imagination sessions enough, but like it can, imagination can come in a lot of ways. Um, but it's certainly a gift that isn't taken away from us from COVID. Like there's a lot of things that we can still do. We can still imagine, we can still sing, we can still dance to music, we can still listen to music, we can still love, we can still care, we can still connect with people. Like it's a lot. Like we're okay. We're actually okay. You know? Yeah, bro. So, and like um, the world and like it gives you a good time, right? Because when I think about it, if you want to go very philosophical about it, things are created when no, it's dark. Like things are created when it's dark. So if you close your eyes, uh-huh. it's in the darkness that you can, that nothing is like, there's nothing there. So everything is possible. Like literally 100%. everything is possible, right? So if you want to look at it from a philosophical standpoint, if you can take this time to like go inwards and really feel into, look, considering the world is at a clean slate right now, we don't know what's going to happen, right? Like, yeah. And and Dr. Joe Dispenza talks about this. It's not from the known you create. It's from the unknown. Unknown. Yeah. Right. And and obviously yeah. our, that fucks with our brain because our brain, especially if it's like the trauma brain, it's always trying to control an outcome because based on the past, it's looking at things that hurt you and then trying to project that into the future so you can predict it as if it's going to happen so you can protect yourself from it, right? But when we can slowly start to meditate and just listen to that voice and realize it's not us, it's just that trauma, which is difficult, right? And there's a lot of work that has to be done with that. But like the more we kind of train ourselves to do that and we can in this place of like the unknown and not knowing what's Mm. next, create a world, like what sort of world would we like to live in? Like, oh, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. Like, like I've been telling together, a lot like a of people of collaboration. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Like I've been, I've been telling a lot of people, like, honestly, like this is whenever we, like, we might never have, like, there are a lot of opportunities right now, like a lot. I understand like there's a lot that's really rough for people as well, but there's a lot of opportunities just to step back. You're alive. If you're alive, you have shelter over your head. Just like take a moment and just think. Say thank you. Of what you would like. Yeah, thank you. And, and just also think, you know, like this is a really good opportunity to really step back and reflect and have a think of what you would like the next five, 10 years to be. Like it's a really good time. The world, is, the world has slowed down a little bit. Like it's like, it's slowing down a little bit. Mm. Some people it might have sped up, but for a lot of people, I think it's slowed down. And 
it's a really good opportunity to step back and go over your one year, three year, five year, or your one year, five year and 10 year goal or like, or just, or not even that, just, just to think of what you want. Like, I'm, 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 I'm personally enjoying that because my, I mean, my industry as a whole has slowed down. I'm still doing quite a lot of things with White Fox marketing, but in terms of the film industry and the entertainment industry and a lot of areas I would like to be in 10, 15 years time is like, it's really non-existent at the moment. So it's almost like, I don't feel like I'm falling behind. Because I think a lot of times we feel like, oh, we've got to keep going, got to keep going because we're falling behind all these other people and everything. Well, guess what? Like everyone is in the exact same situation right now. Mm-hmm. So it couldn't be a better time to just sit back and really go inwards and and find, you know, have a good real think of what you would like, you know, in your next five, 10 years to be. And I think the other thing you touched on before, which was really interesting, is you said, something about like when it's dark like that um like that imagination or or like that's when yeah your imagination possibilities yeah infinite possibilities i think the other thing with dark times even if that's physically dark or mentally if you're feeling a bit down and rough like i know from an an artistic standpoint just to wrap it back around to like my Mm. kind of world is like all best art comes from the dark Mm. I believe. Oh, no, no, no. I know. Like, I know. Like, there's not one movie that, there's not one Academy Award winning movie that I that I know of that I, that hasn't come from some, there's some dark there. Like, we watch mm. movies that really make us feel good. Like, there's a movie, Peanut Butter Falcon, with Charlotte LaBeouf. Beautiful film about this Down syndrome bullying. It's very uplifting. And uh, that's that's my COVID movie at the moment. For anyone that wants to watch a movie and wants to just have a bit of uplifting feel and really a really good movie, Peanut Butter Falcon, it's amazing. And I, like that, that movie is overall quite uplifting. However, mm-hmm. to write that, whoever was writing that, there's a certain amount of sadness that is attached with that as well. Is it like that, there's rough times. Do you know what I mean? Like, like i don't know i think artistically anyway um all the best art comes from all the best art comes from dark stuff that's why i think that's why i think commercial commercial film and everything is really average at the moment because well, not average that's that's me i'd say australian commercial is a little bit average because it's just all coming from this place of like i don't know some of it, a lot of it's just very like, oh, here we go. Here's this thing. Happy. Duh, duh, which is good, but it's not really, it's not realistic. It's like, not real. It's not people, relatable. No, and people can't connect with it. Um, and I'm not saying you've got to be depressed to be a good artist. I'm just saying there's nothing wrong yet of going to those parts that are scary, like going to those, mm. for me, going back to school and sitting there in my thoughts and thinking of that little mat sitting in that Pacific classroom. You know, like there's, there's a lot, there's a lot of amazing imagination. There's a lot of amazing stuff that can come from that. You've also got to be careful that you don't find yourself dwelling, not dwelling, but you don't want to find yourself there too often as well. It's a, Mm. it's a, it's a very fine balance. Mm, But it's almost like the greatest form of alchemy, right? Which is like, you're going to these points, right? And what you're doing is 
like, cause you're looking at them as a blessing. So you're actually bringing them out in service. So someone else can feel the emotion or for them to relate or to help. Right. So you're actually, you're taking this, let's just say like piece of shit, right. And you're turning yep. it into gold. Yeah. And, and that's literally what you're doing. I feel like I relate with that so much because I love where you're going there that like, it was in like the dark moments, especially because I've quite a creative brain as well. And I think anyone mm. who's almost like entrepreneurial or, or anything, it does because you're mm. birthing things from your mind into the world. And man, it's fucking interesting. Like we know brotherhood was birthed in my pain. Right. Yeah. And it's yeah. like the thing that I was here to do. And my purpose was birthed in like my wounds and in the toughest yeah. times that I've had. And that's the same, man, we can see this now theme, the same with your photography and where you are today, this beautiful mm. world, right? It's, it's um, created from the tough times. And it's actually really fucking interesting. <laughs> this is going, yeah, this is really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. This is and, actually really interesting and also really really reassuring yeah because i can't tell you the amount of times i've been like in a dark place and yeah when we think about it like that isn't it interesting that that like being in that valley is like is a positive like it actually is yeah something being in that dark something yeah something's being born something serious is being learned every time i say serious my my um my siri goes off (laughs) it's very annoying (laughs) um all the same but yeah it is it's a really interesting thing bro because it's, re- it's really, really hard. Like if something's gone wrong or if something's kind of, I don't know, it can be anything, it can be relationship based, work based, anything. Um, but yeah, isn't it, isn't it interesting recurring pattern of those dark times? Definitely. Like those dark times are just, and the and the those the hard times are uh, honestly important. Like they have the same importance as the light, as the light, as the light times, if not more, if not more important than because it makes those times so beautiful. Yeah. Oh, and it just and we learn. Like it's just. I think the biggest thing is. Everyone, look, every, I'm this thing, I'm included. Sometimes when I'm feel, when you're feeling really down, you don't step back and go, "Oh, well, this is the um, this is the best part of my life right now." <laughs> yeah. like, How could we alchemize this? <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like it's like oh, I just had a breakup. Oh, yeah, I'm the best. You know, like you know, yeah, like exactly it doesn't it doesn't you know you, you're not there. I think. However, though, days after or weeks after whatever time you need, if you can just have that optimism to be like, hang on though, there's, there's absolute gold in these times. Like, mm-hmm. and I don't want to think anyone listening, just listening to us say this and not thinking like, maybe like, like we've gone through it. Like I think between Darren and myself, like I think we've certainly been through a, a lot of our own 
lot of our own shit. I think everyone's got their own shit. Um, definitely. Like every single person on the planet has their own stuff. And, and like, we definitely have like, you know, like depression, anxiety, you know, lots, lots of things. Like mm. there's lots of things that have happened. So and it can feel like hell know, on the, earth, you know? Oh, absolutely. Like I've been in, you know, like just, I'm pretty open. So I'm like for the, like for anyone that's listening, like I've dealt with like chronic anxiety, like since I was a kid, really. Um, so, and look, I'm, I'm really good now. I'm, I'm continually, continually working at it and I wouldn't call it really chronic anymore. I'm, I'm very stable, but certainly when I was a kid and there were just times where I just had the biggest absolute like panic attacks for no real reason, just absolutely out of nowhere. And that's just, I think a result of the way that my brain's wired and also, also the conditioning I got through school and having that, um, Oh, coronavirus. No, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> so I had, yeah, so I think that that anxiety kind of built through school and stuff. But like go, going, circling back, it's like I can't look at one dark moment I've had that I haven't learned something absolutely significant that's helped me, helped me level up. Like not one time. Mm. Not one time. Like even to the, like I I got um I got king hit a few uh, f- uh a few years ago, I got king hit on the street broken jaw really scary night like I hope to God that never happens to anyone. However, there was a massive learning. I didn't realize till maybe a few months after that, I was like, I know exactly why that happened. I was starting to hang around with maybe a bad group of people, not a good influence. And the world just like slapped me in my face. Mm. So I'm very grateful. It sounds stupid, but I wouldn't have it any other way. I would go back, get King Hit again and re-break my jaw. Like I would do it all again. I know that's really weird to say, but I, I truly would control. because it, it completely just set me on the path that I was meant to be going on. It just like, I was like, just slightly corrected me back on track. And I, I don't know how to explain to people how when you're in those dark times, how you can look at it. Like, I don't really know if I'm going to be completely honest, but if you're feeling like you're in a difficult time, I can a hundred percent assure you there is, if you have this kind of the optimism or strength, I'm not quite sure what it is. If you can just look into it enough, there is like, there is, there is like, it's all meant to happen. I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah, man. And I think like the powerful thing I know for myself when I was going through the trenches was the thing that would, because I always think we don't do anything more for ourselves than we'll do for others. So it's like Mm. with the why, right? I used to say to myself uh, when I was going through the trenches, there's some kid who's going to come to me someday with the exact same problem, with the exact same pain, And I, it's my responsibility to find a way out. And that's like the hero in me, right? It was just like, get the fuck up, mm. let's go, right? And now it's ironic because I yeah. didn't even know it was brotherhood or anything like that. And now I see how that worked mm. out. But I think f- from my own personal view, if you, if you feel like what you're going, and this comes back to that everything after is happening for you, not to you. Um, mm-hmm. it's happening for your good, but as well, it's for you to be in service to other people. 
right? And when we, mm-hmm. we suffer also when we make life all about like me, me, me. And like, mm-hmm. I do it, you know, sometimes still, you know, but it's like, how can we shift oh, yeah, out me. of that? How can we shift out of that? It's shifting into we, 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 and that like we are really in all in this together. Um, and I feel like that's like, from my own personal perspective, mm-hmm. I feel like this time is really allowing us all to kind of come together, even though we're, we're separate, right? It's, it's actually at times bringing us closer together because mm. we were kind of all going a bit unconscious there for a while. If we're being serious, like we're all kind of like doing our own thing as a world. And, 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 you know, sometimes it takes a bit of a, you know, like a shock or a wake up call, or like, it's almost like the world got a King hit in the face. And it was like, yeah, the, the way we're going isn't sustainable. Like we're, no. we're, we're built to all be in this together and to connect and collaborate and to remember like why we're here, which really is just love mm. and to love one another in the dark times and the good times. Yeah. Um, and that mm. I think a real beautiful here, thing here too, bro, is when we talk about the dark times, right? Like, did we do it alone? No. No. And could no. we have done it alone? No. No, definitely not. No. <laughs> There are some things you have to do on your own, I believe, but yeah, but like, no, of course not. Of course not. hundred percent, bro. And I think like, that's great. Yeah. And I think it's important. Obviously there is some points that, you know, you kind of go on your own right of passage and there's only certain things you can face yourself. But at the end of the day, it's like having that support system there. And that's what we connect Mm. because we really, a lot of us, like we go through different stuff, but we also go through like very similar stuff as well. And yeah like we're yeah. human and we're built to we're built mm. to be in tribes and communities and i feel like that's what everyone is really really searching for from my perspective oh absolutely everyone is at the everyone is just looking for connectedness and belonging really mm. i think every i you know what does every what does it all come back to it is just that feeling of belonging really it's mm. really just that feeling of belonging um and and safety and security and that comes in many different ways and yeah it all it is all very interesting um yeah it is very interesting bro <laughs> kind of we just kind of let this flow and it went down went down a, a little bit it of a, a river there didn't it it's good hey eh? you kind of see it just let, let it flow um yeah that's cool which is beautiful yeah and and i feel the what this podcast as well has taught us is uh, even for anyone listening is like kind of sometimes just like isn't it like letting go of like the control and letting go of like the way things should be right mm. and then kind of trusting and it's moving more into faith that like everything is working out best case scenario it, if we want to believe it because as well like you can have the choice mm. in this situation to say everything's working out worst case scenario and by all means like go and try that but i don't know about you but that doesn't feel good in my body to me um no no i think like if we can trust and have faith that everything mm. is working out best case scenario, no matter what's going on. 
um, then that will be able to help us move through the, the dark valleys, trusting that you need those dark valleys to give you the fucking XP, the swords, to be able to, yeah. to not only be the hero for yourself, but for the people around you and from the people that you come in contact with in the future. Absolutely. Like, I think, yeah, that's probably the biggest takeaway of like the chat is just, yeah, those, those hard times, if it's relationship, work, COVID, anything, um, they are just know, just, just know that they are as important and critical to your growth as, as the highs are and as the comfortable moments are. Um, actually, there's a really good quote. I've got on this thing quickly. I couldn't remember it, so I'm going to. Um, yeah, it's, I don't know, this kind of is like on that path. And I feel like this a lot, like, like, I guess, like not to drag it out too much, but <clears throat> I mean, I'm 22. I've done a, I've done a fair bit. And I think like a lot of people, sometimes don't quite believe like maybe a lot of some of the stuff that has happened not to blow my tires i'm just being honest like i've worked my absolute ass off but i think the reason why i am where i am for 22 is because of the amount of dark spaces i've been in like the amount of times and i think also in a weird way i've almost put myself there i've put myself in so many fail like i've failed so much like, so I've failed more than I've succeeded, 100%. Mm. But, the, but the succeeded bits are big, like, but they kind of, they take biggest of It's like you're taking 10 steps forward and you take one huge step and yeah. you just slowly itch. But this quote, if, you're, if your life is free of failures, you're not taking enough risk. Mm. And... And obviously, obviously, whatever the hell they want, but I do believe in that, and it also kind of ties back into those those um those dark times. Like, if your life is free of those dark times, you're not learning. Hmm. Like, you're not. Like, you you're just not really. If your life is just like this, like there's that there's that ball experiment where they roll the ball and it goes like that, and it rolls on a on a it goes like zoom. And then it goes back up and then there's a ball that they drop on a, like a, like a road and it goes like this and that ball that's going like this actually is always, if they drop them the balls at the same time is always faster. ahead of the ball. That's yeah. like this. It's always going to be faster. So you may as well just throw yourself into it on it. Like, I guess I'm very one under the, the high end of the spectrum of I've like, I will continually throw myself into as many uncomfortable positions as I can. Because so far, that's what has kept me ahead. Mm. Like if that's manifested in an apartment or if that's manifested in the type of jobs I'm doing now or if that's manifested in my any, anything, whatever that manifests in, those dark, those dark times, not just the dark times, but the challenging times, the valley is when you really fail. Like when you really fail and you really fuck up and you really, you know, it's good. It's good shit. Yeah. Everyone should go out there and embrace those. Um, just, just embrace those, uh, those darker times a little more because they're serving you really well. 
hundred percent, man. Yeah, it's like well, it's like <clears throat> you get slayed by the dragon, you respawn, you go back again. It's like you know, 100%. you just learn what way to go, and it's the same with life. Yeah. I feel like even when we were, because I was watching this video, and this really ties back to what we're talking about. I was watching this video there the other day of this kid, right? And he's on the skateboard, and he's going down the ramp. And he keeps fucking falling over. And one time he falls over, he starts crying, right? And then he finally fucking gets it. And then after he gets it, bro, like, he's like, yeah. And his parents are like screaming. And bro, and then he starts crying. And he's like, it feels so oh. good. He's like, it feels so good. And like, and that really <sighs> rings true because it's like, it feels oh, so good. That's epic. It feels so good because it's like, you've gone through that shit. And he wasn't, he kept getting up. And I feel like we really resonate with that. I was the same when I used to play soccer, you know, when you'd lose. I remember I was losing. I remember my first couple of seasons, like my dad was, we would lose like fucking 10 nil. We finished bottom mm. first season. Then the next season, like we slowly kind of made our way up. Um, and then when we won the league for the first time, like we'd lost to that team like 7-1 in the first game. And then we slowly yeah. got back up to them. And we beat them 1-0 in the final it just felt so good because you'd because I'd experienced the fucking shit and knowing what it felt like to lose and knowing what it felt like to finish last that and I, that's why I love the underdog you know those people who just have heart who don't give up and it's like they don't, don't maybe not naturally gifted you know but but like mm-hmm. just don't give up and like and i feel like that's that imagination that's that thing that sees no matter what it doesn't matter who i am or what i've been through or or what i've been given that that i can aspire to something and, and you see it and you see the look on their face when they get it and they've had to to keep going keep going no matter what the outside said and it's such a beautiful 100%. thing to watch it is like it, it is amazing like there's no better film to watch. There's, I don't know, for me personally, yeah, that under that underdog, that exactly that type of story, and that's really is what it is. I think that's probably what defines a winner and why we see these people win. Like all these people that you see winning, like whatever that may be, they're probably winning because they just it's pretty. They just simply just didn't give up. They just keep on going knock down, learn from the dark times come up. And it is that imagination. It's almost like delusion as well. It's like a, this imagination delusion. Like, yeah, some, like some of the stuff I'll say that I, you know, that I want or want to be a part of in 10, 15 years time is mental, absolutely mental. But it's already happened. Time just hasn't caught up yet. It's just kind of like yeah. that yeah. absolute that absolute just that absolute trust that absolute trust that not just you but the world has has in store what it's meant to and just yeah that imagination and just just keep getting up like i really want to see that video of that kid i'd love for you to I'll send, send that it i'll send it to you I'll send that's it to you. awesome that's so oh, awesome right. like if like if that resilience could be if that resilience could be instilled in every kid, oh my God, yeah. you know, like, yeah. you know, it's definitely something that doesn't become natural. I think it's definitely something that can be taught, that can be t- learnt, taught in a kid 
if those parents are equipped with the right tools, you know, like mm. at the end of the day, every, every parent, all our parents, everyone's just has been doing the best they can with what they've got, 100%. you know? So, um, um, but yeah, that's really interesting. It's, it's really a big combination of things really. But, um, I think the other thing that also helps is just when you know you're doing the work, that's also a big thing, like a massive thing for me is when you know you're actually doing the work, like you're doing everything you possibly can. That doesn't mean it's got to be as much as Johnny down the road or, or Darren, like it's different for everyone, you know, yeah. but if you know you're doing everything you can for you, then there's also a certain amount, like when you're in those dark times, you know that, well, I've done everything. So this must just be another learning curve, you know, when you're in those dark times and you haven't done everything you can, that's a different story. Mm. That's when you do probably need to slap yourself in the face and be like, okay. Uh, well, that's a, it's a learning curve. In it's itself, a lesson. It? It's like, like, oh yeah, fuck, like it's a okay, lesson. I need to do some more. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a lesson. I and mean, yeah, it's, I mean, yeah, we could go around in circles for days. Really. There's no, yeah, you know, like, but yeah, yeah, it's just kind of embrace, embracing, embracing, embracing those, those harder times because yeah, yeah you're learning something good. I feel like hundred percent. And, and, and what, what's really come up there too, man, is like, give it another go. And keep oh. giving it another go. Always. Yeah. Always. Always, always, one, always, will, always. One will eventually, the others are just teaching you, and one will eventually fucking click. Like, those oh, little It goes. will eventually click. I'm like, I'm, look, like, you know, I'm a living, walking, you know, I think that a lot of people are. But if anyone watching that is learning about this new weird-headed man, <laughs> like... Like I am a literally a walking example for our generation that you can literally do whatever you want. I came from a lot of adversity at school, blah, 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 blah. I'm, I'm literally like, I know what are we now? We're in 2020, 2030, 2040, 2050, 2050, 2060. I know I'll be it on. I know I'll be staying that like in that, academy awards room for example or like i'll be there like i know i will and for me it's not even the materialistic side of it it's just the chase like mm. i really only want to stand up that stage with one of those cool gold trophies for the chase it just gives you something to chase and it gives me something to keep getting up and down keep getting up and falling down getting up and falling down mm. and like if you're doing that like can you just imagine the type of person you would be like can you imagine the type of person you'd be at age 60? Like all that knowledge you'd be able to hand, hand on to someone else mm -hmm. if you just keep, just keep going. I know it's really hard to, I know, I know. I empathize again because I understand mental health and everything right now is at its, at its hardest and I've been there too. So I know when it's really dark, it's really hard. Like I, I also empathize with that. So um, yeah, it's really just, really knowing that there is like there has not been one dark moment for me that hasn't been a life change like a, a life changing step mm -hmm. yeah and not the same one. with me yeah and it gets yeah. to say sometimes right. you're like you're grateful for them because it's like you see the gifts they've given you 
Yeah, you do. It's almost like practice. It takes yeah, practice. Like I, I've been in so many of those now that my fear boundary is very different to others. And it's actually just because of practice. Like I will throw myself in all types of deep ends, like moving to LA, v- no connections, very little anyone like, you know, and just go over there just to do it. I just fucking did it because I'd already had all of the knockbacks and all of, all of that. I'm, it's almost like conditioning. It's almost like conditioning. It's almost, you know, it's the same in relationships. I think like if something that people can understand a little bit more, obviously everyone understands what it feels like, you know, to be in a relationship and things like that. And, um, and, and people will know the more relationships they've been in and those more hard times of that relationship, not working, that's only going to, that's only serving them for whatever their next relationship Mm. is with a friend or something like you know, it's, it's just kind of, it's just, can it's, yeah, it's conditioning and, and understanding. Yeah. The more, the more dark times you go through and that more adversity that you go through, it's yeah. I, I, I really can't stress enough that it is the, it's good. Like it's really good. It's really good not to be winning all the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you'd won, what else? What else we? What else are you fucking doing? Yeah, it's like when you got. Oh, I say that all the time. It's like when you fucking got the G, like the codes and the the fucking cheat codes on on GTA. It was boring, you know. It fucking was. It's the same with life. Oh. It builds that fire when you like when you get knocked down and you get back up and you keep getting up and you're like, it just builds that like you know you're like fuck yeah come on you know where it's just like yeah that, it builds that that oomph. Mm. yeah and i think one other thing is like it's very um it is easier obviously i think for people like darren and i to say that keep getting up keep getting up when we know what when we 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 probably have a very good understanding of what our path is for example right which is something we have to be very grateful for because i know that there's probably a lot of people a lot but there's probably some people watching this and there's probably a lot of people certainly in our age bracket that just don't know that just don't quite know what their thing is or how they can challenge, how they can channel their best self through life, you know? And for me, that's cameras and film and and showing and storytelling through, through video and film and, and images and anything to do with a camera. But for a lot of people don't quite know that yet. So again, like for anyone that also is like, is listening to us and going, Oh yeah, sweet. But you know, like what if I don't know what I'm meant to be doing or what if I don't know that yet, how am I meant to keep getting up and down? If I don't know the thing I'm meant to be getting up and down about, mm-hmm. then just know that like that time right now of you feeling in that dark time or feeling like that uncertainty time, that's, that is exactly what we're talking about. Mm. Like that feeling of you feeling lost or, where you are like that is like that's exciting that's Mm. so exciting because it's like it's the very beginning it's like it's like your first one of your first dark time one of your first kind of times to really look inwards and and find what it is and it won't it might not all come easy and it might not come quickly it doesn't need to come quickly it'll come when it's meant to um Mm. But you can also channel it into other areas of your life as well. Every part of your life, fitness, 
relationship anxiety, like a, 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 your mental health journey, anything. You can literally get channeled into everything. Like if you're at the gym and you're pumping, and pumping, and then you injure yourself, or you probably learn something from being injured and miserable. Like you know, mm. yeah. I think just having that optimism to optimism to to know that when it sucks, it's it's good learning. Like there's there's good there's really good learnings in that. Yeah, and it's like well, again, if there's like completely unknown, again, it comes back to that. There's like well, you have a completely clean slate to create anything you fucking want as well, 100%. you know? I know it kind of, it definitely does suck and we've been there, but like finding mm. your purpose and stuff isn't a passive process. Like myself no. and Matt didn't just ar- like arrive at these places no. where we even understand. And like, we still have a long way to go. <laughs> Don't get us wrong, you know? Mm. Um, but like, I know for myself, like I have invested a fuckload of money into myself and thrown myself into deep ends. And yeah, I fucked up, you know, and, and learned and, and likewise with Maddie, you know, he's invented, he's invested a a serious amount of money and time into him, into himself. And it's an active process. Like you, you don't just arrive at this place on a boat sailing, you know, and if you like, if you, if we were to think of the times, like, how much work it's actually taken even just to get to this point and then forward. But that's what makes it so beautiful because as you said, it's the person you become and it's the journey itself. Like it's the journey that makes it fucking awesome. And you see how brilliantly like intricate it was. Like it's the greatest story you could ever write. Oh, a hundred percent. And yeah, hundred percent. And that's also like something good to bring up is that, yeah, it doesn't, it is not a, uh, it, yeah, it's, you got, you've got to be, um, it's not a reactive process. Yeah. It's not like you re it's, it's almost like it's, it is a little bit, but it's proactive. Like you've got to be proactive. Like if you're just sitting back on, like if you're sitting back and you're just like, I don't know what my thing is. I don't know what my thing is like that. It, just news alert. Like, yeah, yes, my teacher came and gave me that compliment. But then after that, like I did explore a bunch of other things. I tr- explored mm. interior design. There were a few other creative things that I thought may have come from that. And it did circle around to the camera for me. But mm. the only reason I truly figured that out was because I went and, and studied that and was like, well, I'm not going to really know, you know, you're not going to really know. The other thing is people get very, I think people overcomplicate it. How about you just do what you fucking enjoy? Just try something that you enjoy. And while you're enjoying it, try be the absolute best. And you might do it for six months and go, oh, I love this, but it's, it's, um, it's just not, it's not feeling right. It's not feeling right for the next 50 years that's fine and you just go next Mm. it's just a process of trial and error and it is very you've got to be very proactive like you've got to be really proactive like if you really want to if you really want to you know just try all the things that you enjoy like Mm. and people get really caught up they're like oh like i really love running and then their mind instantly goes to oh but what career could i have in running? what money (laughs) What, what money what stability comes from money it's like well like you'll figure it out. Like there's so there's, 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 there's jobs in running. There's jobs in, there's jobs in literally everything. 
right now, obviously it's a different time because obviously where we are, where we are, but you've still got time to just do the things you love. What if we just all lived a life where we did the things we loved? Because man, the crazy thing is too, is like when you do what you love, right? The money comes Mm. anyway because you're naturally good at it. Like your energy levels are high. You go to extra lengths. You add more value with people. You'll care more about it. You'll care for the people that you're working with. Like it just makes sense, but you're not doing it for the money. You're doing it from a place of love. No, yeah, absolutely. And look, I, again, like, when I say, hey, but we all just do things that we love, like with the things that we do that we love, there are also things that we don't quite love, but we do because out of the overall it. love because we love yeah. it. Like there are a lot of little jobs and things that I do in, you know, in my work that I don't love as much as others, but I'm doing them because I know that that gives me the opportunity to do the things I love. And, and the other thing is also is, you know, I'm sure there's, you know, you know there's people as well that, you know, like, yeah, you know, how do I do the thing I love when, you know, like it's, it's also circumstantial. Like I, I, again, I was, I was young when I figured it out and was still able to live at home when I figured it out, for example, you know, so it is circumstantial. Like if you, if you're renting and you need to be working, you know, five days a week to pay the rent and you like, I understand that that is a whole other challenge in itself. However, it's still your, like, it's still, it's still your journey and, and, it's still, it's still amazing. It's just a little bit harder than some other people's, but Jesus, if you can, if you can transfer at that time, then you literally, you'd, you'd be a freak, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, lots of good juice, isn't there? But I think everyone just needs to yeah, decomplicate it and just do what they love do what they enjoy. Like if you really enjoy running, start running, join a running club, talk to the people at the running club, talk about what they do. And maybe one of them has, you know, it just, it just, it just snowballs. It just snowballs. Like when I was young taking photos, I wasn't, I didn't really understand the financial side of, the media industry really i was just taking photos because i really enjoyed the idea of capturing capturing something that i had captured Mm. from my brain and then it was and then it was out in the world and people could see it and and it was cool and i love taking photos of mountain bikers and you know and it's funny it's come kind of full circle i've just um i definitely in the next 12 months will be making it like a, a serious mountain bike film i just that child in me really wants to do something like that. Um, but the thing, yeah, like when I was that age, I wasn't thinking of, I was thinking of the finance stuff a little bit, but I, but I also wasn't, I also just really wasn't like I, I was, there was stress. There was a bit of anxiety and I guess I was earning money doing my three day a week as a, as a kitchen hand. So I don't know. It's, it's, yeah, there's, there's no, there's, it's hard because um, there's no real answer to it all. But, no, like we don't really um, know what we're doing at the time, but like, I think no. what fun of fundamental there too, man, was like when you were doing mm. the work in the dishes, like you had that vision in your mind. Right. And I feel like that's what mm. that imagination again, if we want to kind of wrap it up here, like it's yeah, that, absolutely. that that kind of holds the staff and, and lights the way through the dark tunnels. 
Mm. Um, you know, and it's being also whilst being aware of your surroundings, right? Because something can mm. in the dark, that's usually when, you know, some of the fucking snakes can come out and stuff like that. So it's just yeah. being aware and having your wits about you but keeping keeping um that staff high and the candle lit or the flame mm. lit and um keep moving and like i'd love to also finish bro with like i remember i had this and this this really like hit home it's not the perfect man who inspires people the most but the imperfect man who just keeps going <laughs> mm. yeah that's um that's epic yeah yeah Mm, yeah it's really good well i hope some people got something out of this I'm not quite <laughs> yeah, sure. yeah um, i feel it it definitely flowed like wherever it needed to go um yeah there's sure. a lot of stuff and there was some things we were saying in there this always happens i'm like fuck that like i need to listen to like someone because <laughs> the very thing i know i can't mind listening, listening back very, the, the very thing you teach right this usually happens like being honest and and transparent like everything I say in each podcast is usually what I need for like the next week. A hundred percent. There was a lot of things I found myself saying then where I was like, ah, oh, a bit of wisdom there that I probably should take on myself this week. <laughs> yeah. um, and, yeah. and, and like that, that just, we are normal people. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, like we're just like, anyway, we're just doing the best well, we like, can with what we've got you know. and, you know, so, just sharing yeah. it as, as we go along, like this is, we're in the midst of mm. our journey in the midst of our own, like dark and light times. And we're just pulling pieces from it. And again, doing what we can with it, like, you know, to share. And, and if it helps anyone, that's what it's all about. Yeah. Like if, if it helps one person, we've done our job. Oh, and then beautiful. Yeah. There's one person here that realizes that they can literally create whatever they want. I'm, I'm a happy man because yeah. you literally can. Don't have to come from money. Dark moments. Yeah, and in those dark moments, and you don't have to come from anything. You can literally do it. Just be the fucking hardest working in the room. That's my own. The only tip that really stands out. The only thing that I could confidently say to anyone that I know works is just just be the hardest working in the room. Every time you Mm -hmm. take someone's hand, that you go, oh look at, gee, they seem like just just try, just try, just try work bloody hard and it works like it really fucking works it really does it really does mm. all right bro beautiful man we'll, we'll, we'll leave it at that we'll wrap it at that bang um that's <laughs> what we would say yeah well yes. thank you my bang is a global on. movement no, yeah so right, look um hashtag bang when you when you listen to this when you listen to this podcast yeah. and hashtag bang just hashtag bang yeah all yeah. right. Well, beautiful, man. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming on, bro. Much love, much respect. Well, I'm grateful. Thank to you have very you much, mate. And we shall Likewise. leave it at that. All righty. And right. thank Absolutely. you for anyone, anyone who's listened to this. Um, I'll link Maddie's Instagram below his website. Um, also link, you know, white Fox marketing. That's, that's where a lot of your work is going to now. All that stuff. Yeah. If, if Marty's listening to that, we can, <laughs> if anybody wants some marketing Marty Marty yeah if anyone needs their marketing done White Fox Marketing in Melbourne, um, yeah. by far the most unbelievable group of people I've ever had the privilege of working with so get down there suss us out um, beautiful and thanks for having me bro fun jazz stuff below my problem my pleasure thank you mate thank you so much I appreciate you 
Oh, I appreciate you too. Appreciate man. you a lot, bro. Thank what you, What a mate. journey. All right. Peace.